You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Cece Fierce. And I'm Lextopia. Are your expectations too high? This week we explore expectations and what it means to have them and why. Happy whatever day it is. Welcome to the couch. Thanks for listening, everybody. We have a great episode for you today. Um, We're going to get your expectations cleared up because we're going to talk about what's owed to you and what's not. Chickity check yourself. That's all I heard in my head. Um, yeah, I needed this what? episode for myself. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, definitely have to um, check some expectations. So, what are expectations? And we're just gonna hop right into we are. it. <laughs> Two seconds in the episode. <laughs> now, this is what we should do. Um, so, expectations are what you hope will happen. That's my definition of them. I was about to say what you expect to happen, but then that's like, wait, what? Um, how you think other people are going to act or should act mm-hmm. or should do? Mm-hmm. A lot of shoulds. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's just what what do you want to happen? Um, essentially, it's just about how you want the world to move around you and other people to move around you. Um, and is that necessarily wrong or right to have those expectations? Um, <laughs> I think both. I think it can. I think it can be good to have expectations in the sense, like if I'm working on a team. Um, you know your job description. You know what's expected of you so you can show up like that every day. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I'm not communicating them onto a friendship, relationship, or another person, or even somebody who works for me or with me, they can be problematic. If you're not communicating what? The expectations. Like if, if, if I hired you, you yeah, like if I hire you as a chief operating officer, but you don't know what that entails, and you think mm-hmm. it means this thing, and I think it means this, then we're mm-hmm. going to be at odds. Okay. And um, I view expectations as wrong if you have them without good reason. So, um, what is a good reason? We'll, not having good reason is essentially like it has not been clarified or has not been discussed, or there's no reason. There's no reason for you to have that expectation because it was not talked about. Mm. And so, I think that's part of. I mean, why it's important to talk about expectations is just realizing where we have them and where we don't and why they might be important. For me, I think they can be important to examine your expectations and to help you define what your own wants and needs are. Like if you're looking in a certain area and you're expecting something, possibly why? Like what need are you trying to fill with that? What do you really want from a situation? And so it gives you just another mirror to look back at yourself. So having expectations? No, as examining your your current expectations. So okay. like if I'm like, I expect Lex to do all these things as my friend, like, okay, mm-hmm. well, what am I really looking for? And why am I putting that on her? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think they can be good to help you like look at what your own needs and wants are. Mm-hmm. I think um, conversation around expectations is important um, because it essentially helps you to avoid or to work through conflict or, or make it so that you're preventing conflict because it just allows you to be on the same page. Um, and so when it comes back to alignment, it's just being in alignment with the people and things around you um, and making sure that you're on that same page, which it, it doesn't seem like it should be that hard, but there's so it's so often I think that us as individuals, we have so many expectations and we don't even realize maybe that we have them and they lead to different setups of disappointments um, in the future. And so you know, really just to think about it, what they are and to talk about them kind of helps us identify like, oh, I didn't realize like I was having this many expectations or that I didn't or or whatever it may be. Um, but that can help you if you feel like you're always kind of getting disappointed by things, if you're expecting things to go wrong a lot or 
um, kind of see like perpetual cycles that, all right, look at your expectations and manage them. Mm-hmm. And also, I think it's great to communicate them, not only with yourself and like looking at what your current expectations are with the people in your life, but also the actual people in your life and talking with them so that you're not having a bunch of unmet needs. And like Lex said, just getting disappointed about everything all the time, like going back to people's love languages. I think that we're all different. And so it's important to communicate those things Mm -hmm. so that we're all on the same page. Mm -hmm. And so looking at your own expectations, what type of expectations do you feel like you hold? Um, I have expectations of myself, very high expectations of myself. I have expectations in, I would say my relationships, like all my friendships, I'm saying all of the ships and the same thing. Um, and also of, I guess the people that I work with, like on, on a level too, like my, my customers, clients are the people who hire me with things. I probably have mm-hmm. expectations of all those. What about you? Um, my thing is like anybody who's said that they will be or do a thing with me. And I think that covers all those same different places you said, and as well as some others, whether it's like the mailman, you know, cause like you, that's their job <laughs> yeah. or your family based off of things you've discussed or done. Like it is, there's an expectation for your parents to take care of you to a certain degree because you're a child. And so I think that it's based upon, um, what has been set as, what people will do or be for you and what you've ex- talked about. And I don't think it's really right to necessarily have um, expectations outside of that. And now we can argue or talk about like um, overall rights and basic human rights. And yeah, you should expect people to treat you well, things like that, maybe, sure. But that doesn't mean you should expect everybody to smile at you as they walk by or say hello, you know what I mean? So it's like different levels, I think, to it. Um, and imagine if that was a big expectation for you that everybody should say hello when they walk past you. Now think about how bad of a day you're going to have every day because of the people <laughs> who don't. And it's like really having expectations is just setting you up, again, to what we started out talking. <laughs> that's setting you up um, for being disappointed and setting you up for being in a space you don't need to be in. So it's kind of recognizing where those need to be. I actually have a funny story about that. So I am from Oklahoma, but I also lived in Texas. And so... I'm used to people opening doors for me. Um, mm-hmm. Not like I, ex- but I thought I didn't expect it mm-hmm. until I moved to California. And even like men, women, it doesn't matter. People in front of you, they just kind of hold the open the door for you. Man, you know how many doors I walked into almost because mm-hmm. nobody like grabbed them. And then also um, I realized I also had an expectation of men and just from how I was raised, helping women carry things like not that we're not strong enough. But if you see I got six bags and two boxes, like, you know, just being kind, even as a woman, I would offer to help. No, that wasn't a thing either. Mm -hmm. And so I had to check those expectations and realize like, oh, this is different. And it's not that it's wrong, but that's me putting my expectation of what they should be doing on them. Yeah. And those are good, like real life examples, because it's not always going to be around like some foo-foo thing. But like, yeah, like, do you expect people to, you know, walk on the outside of you on the sidewalk or do the things like Carly mentioned? You might. And so things like that, you know, think about, too. So um, listening to this episode and as you move um, after this episode through your day, um, if you do go anywhere, I hope everybody's at home being safe. Please. Um, you know, think about when you're like, oh, man, or something happens. Like, what was it that you expected to happen? And was it valid or not? And so with those things, do you think that those are valid expectations? I, For me, yes, because it's just like a, a kindness, like of opening doors for people. Like, if mm-hmm. you're right there, like, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. But also, like, not necessarily carrying things. Like, maybe that's not, I don't know. I, I, Caring? For, 
helping me carry. carry. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. like if you see somebody struggling with mm-hmm, something, mm-hmm. like I just, I don't know, I would like to help. But now it's also like, oh, there's germs and stuff. So um, I think it's why still not based be kind? on, but that's even with those examples, that's still based on your idea of what somebody should want to exactly. do. Exactly. You know? Yeah, of wanting to help people because that they, they might not have to. And were they wrong not doing anything? No, and I don't think that they were. I don't think they were. Like I said, I had to check my expectations of people, mm-hmm. but I but now it is something that I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and it's really thoughtful. Like I'm like, oh, that's so thoughtful. Thank you. And to put it again in a different way, like. To have an expectation, it may be kind of like we shouldn't say it that way, but I think it's okay. You should appreciate those things. And so to not, I think saying like, oh, I don't expect people to open doors or I don't expect whatever doesn't necessarily mean you don't appreciate that or want that. So we got to clarify that as well because, um, sure, like uh, that's something I would do for people because I would appreciate them doing that for me. But it's not something that, again, should have you all messed up because they don't do because why did you have that expectation of them? Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to look at like where our expectations come from. And so for me, in that particular sense, it was like my upbringing mm-hmm. and just like we say, yes, ma'am. No, no, sir. Like some some of those things, like there are just certain things about sometimes where you're raised, how your parents are, like all of that that affect our expectations. Um, but where do like high expectations come from? I think they can come from that. I think they can come from um being judgmental I think that sometimes you can have really high expectations of people and of things around you because you are you know judgy you're probably judging of yourself or judgy of people like oh man like why is she just sitting there when she could be working or doing something else like things like that it's kind of having expectations of people to do things you know the way you think they should do them mm. and so when your people aren't when you when you're kind of feel some kind of way about people not doing things the way you think they should be done um, that's a lot of judgment being passed and so I think that's a thing to catch for sure Um, and that's one of the reasons that we can have expectations I yeah for sure man doing things your way (laughs) I mean that's really at the end of it right we talked about like love and other things too it's like if you love them like why why do you want everything to be around you or like are you tr- when you say you trust somebody or love somebody is trusting them and loving them to do what you want them to do or to do what they need to do or what they do in life and yeah, so yeah is that really love if it's just doing what you want them to do um it's just a whole bigger discussion mm-hmm. um another one is i think trauma and i think that i say that because I look at where I have the highest expectations in my life and that's on myself. Mm -hmm. Like I expect myself and my therapist helped me get to this point when I realized why I was so frustrated with myself. She was like, well, who do you expect yourself to be? She was like, because what it sounds like is you expect yourself to never have bad days, to always show up and be on, to always, you know, be happy and be able to help people and be the strong person and be there for Mm -hmm. all your friends. She was like, that is so fucking unrealistic. Like she like made me write down like all these hours of what I expect to get done during a day. And I think it was like 64 hours total Mm -hmm. without sleep. And so it's just, you know, checking those things. And that came from, you know, when I was little, I felt like I had to succeed to get out of the situation that I was in. Like I felt like I didn't have a margin for error. So I put those really high expectations on myself, which often you don't meet because we're not perfect and we're humans. And so that put me in this perpetual cycle of like tearing myself down, but then not being, it was a whole thing. But mm-hmm. on this side of it, I realize like they, they can also come from trauma or even like a past friend or, um, you know, relationship. The person could have expected you to look perfect every day. Mm-hmm. And so when you don't or your mom even like, why are you coming outside the house with, you know, wearing those or not your face not being done? Like my grandma used to put on lipstick to walk to the mailbox. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? 
Why did you? Because um, she didn't want to leave the house looking undone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Naomi. So then why, so why is it important to have clear expectations? And maybe before that, what does it mean to have clear expectations? Um, oh, that's a good question. I think depending, um, maybe not even depending on the situation. I think to have clear expectations, you've sat down, you've thought about it. You have communicated it with the other person. And in a sense, like they've either bought in or had their say too, and like their expectations. So maybe it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. Of expectations, it's like so. Even when you're um, hiring with a new company, you know they expect you to fill this position, but you tell them like, I expect you know, you know, you look at your pack, your your hiring package, and look at like your sick days and all those things, but also like I expect to be able to you put my input in and to turn in new product ideas and things like that. Like making sure that it's um clearly communicated and defined. And to your point earlier, I think both parties in a sense have to kind of buy in. Mm-hmm. Um. I I think that is mostly it because really expectations are going to be based on, you know, us having a common goal, common intention. And if you have to, or if you're in a space of needing to work with, be with somebody else, then you have to be um, both clear about what that is and what your part is in that. Um, And like you said, that looks like contracts and that you might sign with people or it may be, just in discussion. So, for example, when Carly and I talk about we're doing this podcast and we agree to do a podcast, now there is the expectation of, all right, so we have to meet to do it. We have to get it edited. We have to do the things. And we didn't necessarily sign a paper or we didn't talk about that. But to agree to do something means that now we have an expectation to carry it out. And so throughout when I'm kind of saying like, yeah, you know, you can have expectation when you've agreed to do something or when you've agreed on a particular outcome or output. Um, if we agree to be working on a relationship together, then there are expectations, our particular expectations. Um, what those are, though, I think can be different. It might not be that you send me roses every day. It might be that we are always open to communication or that we're always mm-hmm. on the same page of trying to make sure that we can communicate and maybe, you know, hey, we're not going to let at least a few days go by or something like that, right? Being realistic um, with them, which in this case I think is a real thing. Sometimes we talk about like, oh, you know, what's it's not realistic or whatever, um, or that there's no such thing. But, um, yeah, thinking about like how you want to be treated, how you want to participate with something and making sure that the other person has expressed those same things. I think in some places it's indirect. Uh, yeah, I like that a lot and I think it is indirect like whenever I don't call a lot of people friends like people be like oh my friend from high school and I will correct myself and be like actually I'm in my acquaintance or mm. this girl I know because my when I say I have a friend it is an investment for me like because I want to you know help you build your dreams I want to do all these things and that's kind of indirect like we will end up talking about it but it's not like on the day we decide to be a friend there's not like a ceremony and we don't go mm-hmm. through all these things and sign an oath or anything like that yet but um but I wonder why why being a friend is about doing what you're doing for them anyway. Um, it's not, but I just like to see the people that I care about. Like I want to just be there in any way mm-hmm. that I can, and so and also, um, it's being a friend isn't. It's just a decision. Like love every day is a decision to be in any type of relationship, any type of business. It's every day waking up and making that choice to do it, and you know, committing to that every single day. Mm-hmm. Um. And then just being sure you're on the same page of like what you're committing That's to each day. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And I think with friends, you don't talk about it as much though because I think you're usually friends because you move kind of similarly anyway. Um, or 
I don't know. I don't, I don't really think see that as a thing that happens often with me um, or that I've seen a lot where anybody sits down like, let's talk about our friendship. <laughs> like, what are we what are we doing here? And I think that's also very interesting because why do we do that so much with relationships mm-hmm. as far as romantic relationships where we're always pressed to like, well, what are we doing? What is to this about? It. Or not, And even if without the defining, it's like you're, you have many more expectations mm-hmm. But with our friendships, it's like you it's almost like you love your friends better or like you let them do their thing and you they have their space. And when they're there, you're here, you're not. You know what I mean? And it's like, man, why isn't it like that as much with, you know, the other way around? Not that it should just be a free for all. Like I see you when I see you per se. But you kind of get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, why is you, it so you much clock pressure? it way more? And it's like, yeah, let it chill. Um, and I think that kind of goes with the flow thing, too. When we <laughs> talked about being in flow and alignment, it's like. When your relations are in flow, you don't feel like you're constantly trying to and in fear like, well, what's going on? What is this? Oh, I, I thought this or I thought that. That is your expectations, I believe, being out of whack and your expectations being more so focused on what you want somebody else to do besides letting that person live their life or you living your life. And I wonder if that's because, um, and I'm thinking about, I read A Return to Love by Marian Williamson, and she talks about how our neuroses are most visible in romantic <coughs> relationships. <coughs> and that's because sometimes we're so attached to finding the right person. Like, there's only one. Like, we can have 10 friends, but there's only one romantic person, partner that I can be with forever. And so there's a lot of pressure sometimes that comes with that situation. I wonder if it's that or maybe a mix of that and, like, the risks, like the heartbreak that could come from a romantic relationship because you're being more vulnerable in your head. I don't know, but we but do. But you're creating it, you know? Exactly. By having creating expectations, you're kind of creating those issues because now, like, everything's a problem because they're not, everything's not happening the way you want it to happen. And with friends, we kind of just flow. We do love our friends mm-hmm. better. That's crazy. Not crazy. It's, I mean, like, you really obvious. want relationships to go a certain way. <laughs> and, I, and I think the, maybe that's the biggest fail to them is that we always, we're trying to pre-paint it before instead of letting it happen. And just, yeah, like, why do we just let friendships unfold? And that's why you're good friends. But mm-hmm. yet it's not really an unfolding the same. Um, I think that's because you're too pressed. You're pressed about it. You have a lot of fear around having somebody there. Um, and so that's something to think about, too. Yeah, and fear, that's never a good place to operate. You're mm-hmm. always losing when you're operating in fear, regardless. Um, so how do we know when we're thinking about these expectations? Like, if they're, like we talked about, it being unrealistic or possibly too rigid. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're talking about expectations that are like vanity type expectations, um, if they're minor things and minor is uh, subjective or objective, I still never know the difference between those two words. Um, But stuff like your expectations, somebody's like, what are your expectations of a man? And maybe it's, you know, for them to wash my car once a week and to make my dinner and to be six, five and have a good hairline. (laughs) And you might have all those things. And, I 100% think if that's what you want, then that's fine. And that's what you should go after. But what you're doing is you're blocking out a lot of awesome things that could be better, could be more aligned that you don't know about or that you're not paying attention to um, because you want this struggle around trying to make everything fit into this one box. Mm. Um, And so that's not necessarily about like knowing it's too unrealistic per se, but there's danger to it being... um, too rigid and there's danger to you having all these little things that everything has to click off before you're happy before you decide like that's okay for this relationship um and I think that's kind of unrealistic to do all of those things when it's really what would really help you to feel like you're in a good relationship and and you should be able to kind of get those down to a few um basic like 
things that correlate with you and another person, um, whether you have particular chemistry or a particular respect for each other, love, care, admiration, et cetera, those types of things. And I think that's what um, makes more sense when it comes to like expectations and being realistic. And I like that. I think that there should be certain non-negotiables, like whatever those things are, like love, not cheating, whatever those bases are. And then you have the other things that are a bonus. But if you're closing yourself off for it to be a certain way, like I think that is one sign. I think another one is thinking about like things have to be perfect. And this isn't even like relationship wise. This is like project wise. Like if you're about to launch this thing, but you can't keep launching because, you know, the the user interface has to be perfect and this has to be perfect, but there's a glitch with this and you're like holding yourself back. Like anytime you're holding yourself back, like you probably need to check those expectations um, and realize like, well, why, why am I struggling with this? Why do I feel like it has to be perfect before I just launch? Like, is this really, because I think it's just a signal or a red flag that there could be other things there too. Mm -hmm. And another way that you can tell your expectations are too rigid is if it's, really just different if the outcome is different if um you cook something and oh you expected it to taste some like something else and it's not necessarily wrong it's just different than you thought or um kind of going back to people if it's like oh man this guy's only five ten not six foot but that's not wrong there's you know like there's no moral like wrong mm. right thing there it's just different and so to that that's not a thing that should be necessarily um uh, that, that's too rigid, I th I would say, of an expectation because, again, it's just the blocking yourself out and it's things that aren't necessarily a right or wrong. And I don't know if that this is quite in line with the expectations per se, but this is exactly in line with what you're talking about. Um, I was reading, no, I was listening to a podcast. Actually, I think it's the one with Kyle Cease and Lewis Howes. I was listening to it again. And um, they were talking about how like people get stuck in making this decision. Should I move here for this job or here for this job? And they put themselves in this turmoil because they feel like there's a wrong answer. And oh my God, what if I moved to Seattle, but I was supposed to move to Tacoma? And there's not a wrong answer. It's just different. And it's whatever story you're painting for yourself, whatever narrative you're writing, like that is the beauty of living life is not getting caught up in these things. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, the expectations that you need to also be really aware of is being too high or too rigid or for yourself um, because you're really setting up yourself for turmoil every single day in that case. And so it's also being um, kind of loose with what your expectations are, whether it's, you know, try hard every day or whether it is like, you know, you need to get a couple hours done or whatever that looks like for you. But making sure that they are not unrealistic, like Carly talked about being like, you know, traumas and perfectionism seeping into reasons why you have such high expectations. Yep. I think another one is relaxing them in relationships, specifically in romantic ones. I'm just here preaching to myself um, and letting people just be who and how they are. Like, that's really the love part. Like in, you know, think like how like Alexia was saying, loving people like, you know, friends, like letting them be themselves and letting it unfold. Like relaxing what, what things have to look like for them to be right or for them to be okay in your life. Um, there, yeah, there's some places recently in my life where I've seen I've really relaxed my expectations of myself. And it makes a huge difference because like the last few weeks I've been doing like more work than ever. And yet I also feel like I have way more time too. So like I feel like I have out a couple hours every morning that I'm kind of chilling. I always have a few hours in the afternoon, evening. And yet it seems like I'm still getting a lot of stuff done and a lot of forward movement. Um, and to me, that makes me think like, all right, it's 
you know, having certain expectations of myself, not that I have to be doing something every second, but, you know, when I'm intentional in this space of focusing on a thing, that's what I'm focusing on and being more present. And I feel like overall a little bit more peaceful and content um, because it's like even at the end of the day, it, it almost is like I don't even think as much about how much work I did because I know I got a lot done. Mm. So like now, instead of being like, oh, man, let me look at my thing. How many hours was it? Um, which was more so what I was trying to get to, or maybe it's just that I'm at the next step now to where it's like I'm in the zone. So at the end of the day, like I, I can say like, oh, I know this move forward, this move forward, this move forward. So I feel good regardless of kind of where I am. And then when I look, I did get that stuff done, but I also did it without the stress through the day of yeah. like the up and down of it. Just makes it more, it's more ease of flow, mm-hmm. I guess. So is there any place in your life that where you feel like you have um, either relaxed expectations or, um, or increase them, I guess, too. Um, relax them with myself, for sure. Um, like we talked about, I just, I can't, I'll never meet these perfect expectations that mm-hmm. I have for myself. And when I realized that they were rooted in a place that was really unhealthy and toxic for me and my mindset and just where I am, I, like, completely relax those. I think that's the most important. And from there, it's flown into, it's flowed into my other relationships, too, just you know, being okay with where things are, like definitely speaking up about my needs and my wants and what things are, but also realizing, you know, when I'm projecting things on people for expectations that we haven't discussed and they haven't agreed upon. Mm-hmm. Um, so then are there areas where you can relax your expectations even more? Um, I don't, I don't think so. I think that I'm pretty relaxed with a lot of them I think they can be more defined and I'll probably go journal about the ones when it comes to like my career and like what I'm doing when it comes to work um and like those goals for myself and those expectations I think more so recognizing with people though like uh, I think it would be interesting to take a day to journal you know the times no when you feel disappointed today and like what that looks like and what that is I think that's how we can tell where our expectations might be Mm. um but a place where I can relax them a little bit more, I would say, is of people um, kind of more so in, like, the judgmental or ego-boosting space where it's like, oh, man, like, kind of wanting, sometimes feeling like you want more for other people than it feels like they are giving mm. or doing, which isn't even, like, your business or whatever. So that's kind of, like, a thing that you're really just making yourself feel better. Um, and so I kind of catch that a lot where I'm, like, I might feel some kind of way about, like, you know, oh, I'm kind of disappointed in this person, but it's, like, you know that doesn't have nothing to do with me a and then b like why like let that person do what they do so yeah are there any areas of your life where you don't have any expectations um not only of people i don't know i think of anybody that um i am but so close to i do have expectations because they are they are part of like whatever that project or whatever we're doing in life is um, outside of that, like, I don't, I don't think I have expectations. Um, or maybe I should say, I recognize I don't think I should have expectations of people, um, necessarily that I don't know, or, you know, of my like outside circumstance type stuff that I can't really do anything about. Um, I think that I don't have any expectations and things that I'm trying out for the first time or creatively. Like for example, if I, go to a pottery class like in my head I'm just there to but I'm also like would I really have an expectation of walking away with a nice like pottery thing but in things that that I'm new at or like cooking a meal I've never cooked before like I have an excitement but not necessarily an expectation and so I think those are the only times like when they're when I'm kind of free of expectations 
It's things I've never done before. You expect that experience to be like a self, um, like time to like regenerate or whatever, right? Like you expect that to be calming. There's, I think there's stuff yeah, we expect. It's just true. like, is it a wrong or is it like a bad expectation that's type true. thing? And that's what I was like. I feel like I, I can only say to people like that we I shouldn't, but I probably do. Like if I really thought about it through mm-hmm. the day and. You know, do you expect somebody to respond to you or when or how or, mm. you know, all kinds of little things. Um, you know, do you expect somebody to hand you something a certain way? Like there are things that you probably have expectations of, but I think it's really uh, most importantly recognizing that. And then like, what are you doing with that? And so once you realize a disappointment or something in somebody else, being able to note that like, all right, that expectation was a valid not. And how quickly can you move through things? Um, and I think that overall, that's something that's really the key to all of this is just how quickly are you moving through these spaces when you get those feelings. Um, and so to note it and to like not let that ruin your day or to now, you know, listening to this conversation, think about that as like, oh, man, that was just my expectation of that. But, you know, that person didn't have to do anything or um you know, that bird, you know, might have pooped some on your car and like, well, that bird could have pooped anywhere. But um, it's just life type stuff. So kind of just assessing yourself and like, you know, what really mattered. So the process for moving forward when you expect or when you realize you have expectations that aren't being met is just kind of examining it and moving through it. I think when you have an expectation that's not met, you should examine it. And if it's if it's valid, then you need to have tough conversations or or deal with it. And if it's not, um, then you need to move through it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, taking personal responsibility for expectations, like especially if they're not aligned, haven't been communicated, mm-hmm. and realizing that it's not always about you and what's going on with you. Yeah, I had a friend, um, man, he never let this go. Like he always like still says to me all the time, trying to be funny. But at one point, like we were we hung out a couple times. And, you know, your expectation is different because I'm thinking like, oh, you know, I'm hanging out. I'm getting to know somebody. I don't really owe them anything. I don't, you know, have talked to them all day and night, stuff like that. But then for them, they might be thinking differently. And so that's why communication is so important. But then, like, um, I think he got he got mad at me because I didn't respond to a text or something. And I was like, yo, manage your expectations. I, I said that to him. And he's, like, so mad. Like, he was, like, my enemy for, like, a long time. Kind of still is. But he kind of get over it. But he still says to me all the time, like, manage your expectations. But he says it, like, yo, that's a lesson, like, I really learned. Because, <laughs> like, yo, like, that's me telling you, like, yeah, I'm not the, really the problem here. You're, you are thinking there's a whole lot going on. You're, like, why didn't I text you good morning and stuff? And it's, like, you know, I'm not, I, I, what do you, I don't understand what your expectation is. Because I haven't agreed to be in that space. Um, and I'm not in that space. And to me, it feels like you're trying to, like, put me in, in some space that I didn't say I wanted to be. And so being cautious about that and when you feel some kind of way, like, assessing that, like, yo, where are my expectations at? And if you want a thing to be a different way, you know, having that conversation. So if he's like, oh, man, I really wish you would blah, 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 then I would say, hey, well, you know, maybe in time or, like, you know, we're just hanging out or whatever, you know, and then we could have expressed that. And so I think it's just very important that you manage your expectations and recognizing that when you don't have as many or when they're not as high, um, you really like letting go of a lot of disappointment you don't have to experience. Yeah. And that's not saying don't have boundaries and standards. It's just making sure that you're not projecting all this on people. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week hit us up, let us know your thoughts on the convo. Um, this week's question of the week is, if you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? Oh. Um, I might need a second on this one. 
I had the world's attention for 30 seconds. Love and light. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm completely that kidding. That sounds like what you said. It will be something like that. Something okay. about, um, you know, using our gifts and, and our purpose and where, or where we are to help other people and to try to give back and make the world a better place. Um, I don't know. That's what I have right now. I'm not sure. Hopefully I would have more time to prepare that speech. <laughs> um, if I had the world's attention for 30 seconds, I would tell them that I'm Alexia and that I run a business called Capitalize hey. Social and that they can check out CapitalizeSocial.com and check me out at Lex underscore Topia online and support our work of developing content that connects them because we really you know, want to help people build digital communities around their messages, their mission, and we're doing it in a creative way. So I would, if I had the world's attention for 30 seconds, lead traffic towards myself and my work. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. Have a great week. Have a good rest of the day, and we'll talk to you later. Bye, y'all.